The big word that you must remove from your vocabulary is luck. Dr. Tony Evans says it's impossible for luck to have any place in God's will for us. Luck is a random chance happening, not a divinely orchestrated intervention. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. You know the old saying about the best laid plans, they never quite work out the way we expect? Well, Dr. Evans says there's a reason why, and today he'll tell us what that is and how we can take a better approach to planning. Let's join him as he explains. We've all watched our plans go awry. Our expectations get dashed. Our joys become gloom, and we've seen it the other way as well. So this thing called life, this up and down roller coaster of reality, can become quite daunting, confusing, simultaneously joyful and painful. James has a word for us today about life and about planning it. He begins in verse 13 by saying, come now, come now. Now, he's getting ready to make a negative statement because he's going to end by talking about your arrogance and pride. He starts off by saying, come now. Let me put it in more, more colloquial language. Come on now. Are you serious? You got to be kidding me. Come now. For real? That, that's, the, that's the Tabasco he's got on that phrase. He says, come on now, come now. You who say, because you're not just thinking it, you're talking it. You who say, and look at what they're saying about their life's plan, they start off with their schedule, today or tomorrow. They go to their location, such and such a city. They give their timeline, we're going to spend a year. They give their purpose, we're going to do some business. And they give their expected result. We're going to make a profit. That's our plan. We've got a plan. We got a plan. We got a plan. We catch the plane tomorrow. I'm going to go to this city. Going to go there for a year. Going to cut my deals. Going to make a profit. I'm going to come home. Bam. I'm I got it, I got it, I got it lined out. A lot of us have it lined out. We've lined out the schedule of our retirement funds. We've lined out the schedule of our growth in the company and the corporation. We've lined out our plan for raising the children. We've lined out our educational goals, what we're going to major in and what will be the degrees and what will be the results. And we have lined that thing out. 
James says, come on, man. Now, James is not saying anything negative about planning. But he's going to say a lot about fake planning and a fake culture. The Bible is not against planning. In fact, the Bible expects you to plan. We're told in in Proverbs 16, verse 3 and verse 9, to commit your plan. Put up your plan. Lay out your plan. If you have no plan for your life, for your future, for your family, for your goals, you're falling short of a divine expectation. We're told to commit a plan. Nothing sinful about planning. Nothing negative about planning. That's having an organized goal for where you're going or where you hope to go. He says, nothing negative about planning. But what he does say is if you plan independently of God, you're a fool. He doesn't say don't plan. He says, but you better not plan and leave God out. There are two top truths that you need to know as a Christian. The number one thing you need to know is the gospel, the good news of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and for the free gift of eternal life that he freely gives to all who come and believe in him for it. The good news of the gospel is the first thing that you need to embrace. But the second thing and the critical thing for the rest of your life, my life, our lives, is the sovereignty of God. That theological truth of the sovereignty of God simply means God rules. God is the ruler, controller, and sustainer of all things. Absolutely nothing happens in history unless he makes it happen or gives it permission to happen. There is nothing that sits outside of the rule of God. Providence is the miraculous and uh, mysterious way in which he accomplishes his sovereign purpose. If you don't believe in sovereignty, then you won't see God calling audibles at the line of scrimmage. So when a quarterback comes up to the line of scrimmage, they've already called a play and play. They got a play. They got in the huddle and they, they gave a play that had been previously planned and put on the books. But when the quarterback comes and he sees a different alignment on the other side, even though he started with a plan of a play he was going to call, he audibilizes it at the line of scrimmage and on the spot changes it. In other words, he's doing something different on the spot than the plan called for. Providence is God audibilizing your life and causing people, places, things, and thoughts to happen that you weren't looking for. But if you stuck in your plan, then you may miss his providence and you won't see him audibilizing things because it's if the Lord wills, because he's inserting things, changing things, canceling things, reversing things. What he is saying is, you don't plan independently of God. 
And many of us miss the providence of God. No, all things work together for good, Romans 8, 28, to them who love God and are called according to his purpose, which is ultimately, verse 29, to conform us to his image. But all things are working together to create something. You're baking a cake. You don't eat the nutmeg. You don't eat the butter. You don't eat the flour. You don't eat those independent things. You blend them. And when you blend them and integrate them and then heat them, now you have a cake because you've taken individual parts and you've so wetted them to produce something meaningful and tasteful. But if you don't know how to blend, then you don't get the net result of what you're looking for. God has a cosmic blender. He has a life blender. And he's able to take all the nuances of our life, good, bad, and ugly, and blend them so that we see the outworking if we love him. The problem is, if you don't love him, you may not see him blending you. So let me go over something I went over with you. If you believe in sovereignty, he rules. And if you understand providence, that he mysteriously interconnects, links, allows or creates negatives, he brings about positives. If If you believe that, that that is the God to whom you belong, And you say, this is my plan. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to do, if the Lord wills. I have now inserted the contingency. You know what that means for your life? That means there's no longer anything of chance, fate, coincidence, or happenstance. No such thing. The big word that you must remove from your vocabulary is luck. You cannot have a sovereign God who operates in providence and luck at the same time. You can't do that. Because luck is a random chance happening, not a divinely orchestrated intervention. I know, I know what we mean. We got lucky dog. We got wish me luck. We got plain luck. We got blind luck, we got bad luck, we got tough luck, we got lady luck, we got rotten luck, we got good luck, we got pot luck. We got luck. (laughs) But you cannot have a sovereign God who operates providentially, he operates directly, but also providentially. That is why you must always keep your head on a spiritual swivel for divine surprises, the unexpected. Dr. Evans will have examples for us on how God's providence took some biblical characters by surprise when he returns in just a moment. Stay with us. No matter how quickly things change in the culture, one thing remains unchanged, God's faithfulness to stand with us through difficult times. To help you remember and celebrate that faithfulness, we want to send you the best of Tony Evans 2023. 
20 of his most popular broadcast messages from this past year. And right now, when you make a contribution to help continue this outreach, we'll say thanks by sending you the complete collection on CD and MP3s, along with a copy of Dr. Evans' brand new devotional, Transformed by the Trinity. In this, you'll discover the significance of each title used by the Bible for God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and what those names can mean for you today. Be one of the first to get transformed by the Trinity, bundled with the best of Tony Evans 2023. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Visit TonyEvans.org for details today. That's TonyEvans.org. Remember, you'll get a total of 20 of Tony's most popular messages, focusing on living real in a fake culture, biblical ways to beat fear and discouragement, how to approach life from God's perspective, and much more. So get in touch with us today, make your generous year-end contribution, and let us send you the best of Tony Evans 2023 and his new devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. Make the arrangements at TonyEvans.org or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. Team members are standing by to help you day and night. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Right now, Dr. Evans is back with more of today's message. Joseph, he's thrown in a pit. He's sold into slavery. He finally gets a good job. He's accused of rape. He's thrown in jail. The king has a nightmare on Elm Street. He needs somebody to interpret his dream. Then they remember there's this guy in jail who's good at that. They call him up years later. He interprets the dream. He's made second in charge of the kingdom. And then he concludes the book of Genesis chapter 50 with these words, you sold me into slavery. You meant it for evil. God meant it for good. Life is full of surprises, detours, disappointments. It, it is. I know mine. You know yours. These are not chance happenings. They're either caused or allowed by a sovereign God on a broad scale of the whole world and on your scale, your life. So you're trying to block him. My trying to block him. This world is trying to block him. You're not stopping him. You're just changing which route he's going to use. See, that's why you and I can't think too highly of ourselves because we are replaceable. God can work through somebody else God can work through other situations. So you try to blocking him because you and I, we want to do our own thing our own way, independently of God. You're not blocking him. You're just changing the providential route he uses because he's going to arrive at his sovereign destination. He says, what you ought to say is if it's the Lord's will, because then you'll see <laughs> Moses in a basket that's going down the Nile at the exact time that Pharaoh's daughter decides to take a bath. Was, was that a lucky time? The mother just luckily put him in the water at the perfect time. Saul got chosen as a king because he's chasing donkeys. We're told that the donkeys got out of his father's pen. He's chasing donkeys. He's getting tired of chasing donkeys. But over here, God told Samuel, Samuel, there's this guy chasing donkeys. I want you, when he runs into you, you make him king. How would he know that chasing donkeys would lead him to the throne? 
You never know how God's going to do something, when God's going to do something. So you got to keep your head on the swivel. You got to keep yourself, your eyes open spiritually. Or you'll miss it. You'll think it's chance, luck, bad day. He says, but as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So he's talking about an arrogant attitude because the one thing God hates is pride. So when you think because of the money you make, the position you have, the degrees you own, the place you live, the car you drive, the folks you know, if you think that makes you better, he says, I want you to know God views that as arrogant and he knows how to bring you down. Because he says, therefore, to the one who knows to do right and does not do it, to him it is sin. And he's talking about the boasting of living life independently of God. Making plans without room for divine intervention. Talking about pride, remind me of the story of the frog. You remember the frog had to cross the, the pond and the frog didn't want to get wet. He saw two birds. He, got, he found a stick. He said, I got a plan. I got a plan. I got a plan. You bird, take this end of the stick. You bird, take that end of the stick. I'm going to grab it with my mouth. And then I want y'all to fly across the pond. And that way you'll take me. I won't get wet. I won't have to deal with the pond. I won't have to worry about that. So if you'll go with the plan, then I'm going to get across the pond. The birds thought that was a great plan. That was a brilliant plan. That was an ingenious plan. One bird took one end of the stick. The other bird took the other end of the stick. The frog put its mouth in the middle. The birds went up and flew. And he's crossing the pond. What an awesome plan. A man was looking up at that and he said, boy, that's a great plan. I wonder who came up with that idea. The frog said, I did. He says, your mouth betrays you. He says, what you ought to say is if the Lord will. What you ought to do is bring the human disclaimer in because of the divine potential for interruption. Because now you're walking with God. Now we are including God. In the uncertainty of life, Psalm 39, verse 5 and verse 11. The people on the Titanic did not think on that maiden voyage that was their last trip. One of the leaders of the builders of the Titanic, when they got on their major voyage, said, even God can't sink this ship. They didn't even make it across the Atlantic the first time. And none of those people thought it was their last day. When I was growing up, whenever my father had us in the car, he wouldn't go anywhere without praying first. And we'd get in the car, and he would pray for journeying mercies. Journeying mercies. Not, a, not a bad idea when you get in that airplane to pray for journeying mercies. He was asking God to cover us as we drove. We weren't going that far, but his philosophy was, I want God in everything. You and I are not to plan independently of God. He calls that boastful arrogance. 
Not the planning, but the planning that does not include him. And he calls it an evil, arrogant sin because we're making more of ourselves than we are. Because when you develop the big head, when I develop the big head, when the culture develops the big head, when a church develops the big head, then it has become arrogant. That's why we must always move in humility and confess it as a sin when we don't. He must be included in all of life because life is a vapor. So Paul said in Acts 18.21, he told the folks, I'm going to return to you if the Lord wills. Plan out your years. Plan out your retirement. Plan out the golden years. Plan out your travel. Plan out, but I can testify. Those plans can get graphically interrupted and canceled. So make your plan. Ask God to bless your plan. Because Jeremiah 29, 7 says, I have a plan for you. Ask God to cover over your plan, but then pad it. And let's stay close enough to the Lord that when he shakes it and bakes it, when he calls an audible, we're close enough to know he called it. Dr. Tony Evans. Talking today about the wisdom of allowing room for God's providence in our plans and being ready for His intervention. And that begins with having a personal relationship with the Lord. Here's Tony again with a quick thought on why that's so important and how to go about doing it. In today's fast-paced materialistic world, the need for purpose and meaning is more significant than ever. It's the key to finding genuine satisfaction, maintaining a healthy life balance, and fostering meaningful connection with others. We can find all sorts of ways to keep us busy, but ultimately, our purpose is rooted in knowing that we're here as a part of God's greater kingdom plan. When you invite Jesus Christ into your life, you experience God's transformational power and discover direction and purpose as you uncover his divine plan for your journey. If that's what you're looking for, say this simple prayer with me, but you just must mean it for yourself. Heavenly Father, I come before you now, recognizing that I am a sinner in need of your grace and forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son, that he died on the cross for my sins and rose again. I invite Jesus into my life, Today, and I ask him to come in and be my Savior and Lord. I surrender my life to you and ask that you take control. Help me to follow your teachings and live according to your will. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. We encourage you to follow up on that prayer at TonyEvans.org. Click the link at the top of the homepage that simply says Jesus. Dr. Evans has posted a video that explains God's plan of restoration, and you'll find some additional follow-up resources there as well. Again, that's at TonyEvans.org. Now, before we go, don't forget, you can get a copy of Tony's new devotional, Transformed by the Trinity, as well as this year's special audio compilation, The Best of Tony Evans 2023. This giant collection and the book are available for a limited time as our gift, when you make a year-end donation to help us keep Tony's teaching on the station. 
Get more details and make the arrangements today at TonyEvans.org. And be sure to take time to browse through our huge collection of CDs, DVDs, books, Bible studies, kids' devotionals, and more. We can be your one-stop shop for holiday gift-giving. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. Team members are standing by to help with your request day and night. Again, 1-800-800-3222. It seems like some people can't catch a break, while others have everything handed to them. But Dr. Evans says there's nothing random about who you are and what you have. Tomorrow, he'll help us discover the part that God's providence plays in all of it. I hope you'll join us for that. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you.